Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with our hosts, with former legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother, Tasha Dash. Guys, rough loss last night. Um, it's kind of interesting. We we dominated the uh, Thunder by 19 on Christmas or on New Year's Eve. Bad loss. Yeah. Oh, really? You think you think it's bad loss, huh? Yes. Tell us why you think that, Eric. Because you got a team that's a very a game is very winnable. And you got a road stretch right after it. So that's like being on the road. Like if they we're on the road, people may be like, eh, you know, it can happen. But at home, knowing you got this road stretch behind it, and now you get into the guts of the season because you know if you're on national TV, most time you play someone's good and someone good, and the league seems to hold those games until later in the season. Um, the schedule is only getting tougher, in my opinion. So that's that's bad loss. And the way it was done makes it even worse. It's not like it was a last-second shot or things just didn't go your way, bad whistle. No, that was just not a very good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like an early season loss for us. Like We were waiting for the team to lose for us. We were waiting for them to realize that we're more talented and they should lose to us, but no one's going to do that. So I will say before that, when we are doing predictions for that, OKC has been playing good ball. The, um, they won four out of six. They beat the Celtics, Wizards, Mavericks. They lost to the Heat by one. And that's, you know, them and the the, the Magic loss, which is pretty bad. But in general, since our last blowout on them, you know, they they have had some pretty good victories. They they shouldn't go to a team that say they want to win a championship and beat them by 20 on their court. On their court, yeah. And score 133 points. Come on, man. Yeah, because even their Boston win, when they scored 150, they did it at. Okay, yeah. see, at yeah. least they did it yeah. at home. I'm saying on your court, 133 and a 20-point win. It's embarrassing. We couldn't even get back into it. We couldn't get – like we got. I think we got within like six at one point, but they went right back up to that 10. Can't, that, that can't happen with with the team we have. And we give them all the credit, and we, we, we want Joel to win MVP. And James is, is great, and Maxie's growing, and you got Tobias and all these – that can't happen. That can't happen. I mean, it's not like it was Golden State or someone that came in that's you know kind of proven that you know we know they we know how they are in the moment. That can happen. They get to making yeah. shots and stuff like that. But you know, for a team that a lot of people can't name their starting five, 
Yeah. I blame their defense too. Our, our our defense. I mean, I think our defense was just atrocious. And I actually read a stat. Um, speaking of Maxi, just now uh, during his absence, we were I think what did I say fourth in defense. Yeah. Since he's been back, I think uh, Michael KB just uh, said twenty third. I think since he's been back. So in defense. So yeah. you saying that's because of him in and melting out because he didn't start the whole time. He no, he didn't. That's true. And he's missed games here and there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a tribute to him. I mean, Melton is the better defender, and I think it balanced our starting five better. But, you know, I think they're still figuring it out. We said that when MXA came back. They're going to have to figure this out. We're back to figuring it out again. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and two big games this weekend. I mean, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be tested on the road this week, and we'll get to the game predictions later on in the uh, the episode. But yeah, that was a it, it was a rough loss knowing that we're going on the road, as as Eric said. Um, uh, so one of the things that uh, everyone um, in the Sixer world, I think a lot of people are chalking up the Thunder game is like you know just one of those bad games, right? Because uh, everyone's kind of fixated on this whole uh, All Star vote uh, process that's going on right now, um, and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. Um, so a lot of people are saying Embiid is getting the shaft in the all-star voting right now. Um, Cause right now he would come off the bench. Um, I believe he's like the, of the forwards. Cause right now they don't even have a center anymore. It's just a, the, they, they have a front court and back court and Embiid is the fourth highest vote getter on the, of the forwards um, in the front court. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? And do you like the way they're doing the vote counting this year where they're kind of eliminating the center position as a whole and just making it a front court and back court thing? It's been like that for a couple of years though, right? Has it? I, I thought that was a that was a that was a new thing this year. New this year, like I don't know, but I, I'm look, man. This All Star voting has always been some issues, you know, back from when I played when Yao Ming was starting over Shaq. You know, <laughs> it, it's um, you know, it's people kind of went to this voting thing because um, centers that they didn't think should be starters were starting. That's why they kind of went to this this kind of voting. Um, um, maybe Gobert or, or maybe before Gobert or something. It was centers were getting voted in, and people were like, why is he starting in the All Star game? Well, mm-hmm. he's a center, so they went to this. Now we're complaining that this isn't working because the center's not starting. <laughs> Too reactionary. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, now we have a game where you you now is you got two centers that everyone know are starting all-star team no matter how it's voting how it's voted rather we all know that joker and joel are starting all-star players well a few years back you didn't have that you had that year after year after year where people were like no center should be starting that's how this vote came about Mm -hmm. um my question is like with boston um I thought Tatum was a guard. But they have Tatum as the forward and Brown as the guard. Which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. 2012-2013 was the first year they did it. Yeah. Interesting. It's been a long time since they it, did it. But that's why they did it. Just, just look like... It just didn't affect the second player in the NBA until All now. Those top players, you know, outside of like Shaq. All those top players that were coming into their own, you know, that, that were kind of still being all-stars, KG, Dirt, Tim, like towards the end of – they were all towards the end of their career, but they were all forwards. 
Yeah. So, who was the senator during? Who was the senator during that time that was getting voted in? I'm not even sure. Maybe Demarcus Cousins. He was when he was rolling. I'm not even sure if that was that early. Twelve and thirteen. I saw that the first year it happened, it affected Dwight Howard and Andrew Bynum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But so see, Dwight- now you have now you have the guy, the top two MVP vote getters the past two years as the center now. So now it's like it's not deep, but yeah, it's a bit. It's, it's, it's an issue. Heavy. It's an issue because of those two guys. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I, I don't think they'll do anything about it unless maybe Joker don't get in too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just funny to see him on the bench. It's uh, like, yeah, I don't I I really don't. The way that the game is played now, I really don't think they'll change it back. Because I think they like the whole front court, back court. But it's just Are they not doing the draft this year between two players again? Well, the draft is after the all stars are established. Yeah. Uh, that's right. That's right. But 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 they can choose anyone that's been picked, right? Yeah, they draft the All Stars. So Embiid could go first overall. And he won't start, but he still yeah. won't start. No, yep. they draft starters and then they draft reserves. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Kai. I mean, it's just it's more changes in my fantasy football league every year, man. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Embiid's still going to play like top like five minutes in this game which is funny so but yeah whatever well a lot of the guys will be fighting to play on minimal minutes yeah that's true that's true and that's true i think he enjoys it though he likes being out there Giannis will play a lot and play hard yeah what's that i said Giannis will play a lot and play hard in all-star games yeah he will yep yeah, yeah. Uh, last night I got pissed off because MB dove for that ball with like a minute and a half left. What the hell? I mean, what are you doing? They could have hurt him and um, whoever the other player. Yeah, was. yeah. That's that was shush, man. Dangerous. I did read. I think it was at Liberty Ballers. It was one of the um, one of the Sixers uh, uh, blogs. They were talking about how maybe Sixers fans are looking at it in a different way because um, if MB starts in the All Star game, he's going to play more minutes in the All Star game naturally um but maybe not necessarily i mean it's really up to the coach like if, if if you tell the coach i'm not really trying to roll like that he won't play you a lot i mean you'll just start but they can take you out very quick and never put you back in like, yeah but now he's gonna want to now he's gonna want to prove something yeah he's, like that, I, that i'm not i don't see a guy saying hey pull me back on minutes and then the coach saying you know whatever i'm gonna play you like mm-hmm. uh, yeah and then b's the type to say Put me in. I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna show him who the starter is. Yeah, I think. I think it's more of him getting to the moment and getting to the game, and now he's into the game and be like, "Yo, put me back in. Um, I want to play more than the coach is doing it on his own." If a guy says, "No, I'm good," it also depends on how much they want to win because you want to play. Yeah, I mean, with the new rules and the, with the new scoring, if it's a close game, you'll see more of those guys. You know, you'll know who wants to, who they want to play, and mm-hmm. who's playing well, and they've kind of communicated that. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's funny that that's been a rule for what almost ten years now. It's yeah, ten years, and I didn't know about the rule, but now it's it's coming it's coming close to home. So uh, <laughs> I know I know the rule now because it didn't affect you. No, <laughs> never affected us till now, which is funny. Well, if you think about it, a good part of that twenty twelve to now, we were in that process era. So like, I didn't even we I didn't even give a crap about the voting. No. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, but if you just if you just think about it, like it wasn't it wasn't any centers that were being really considered. That's that's why it wasn't really an issue until now. Yep, yeah. pretty much Dwight. That's pretty much it for the for the teens, yeah. for the 2000 teens. Yeah. Yeah. Dwight, I mean, Gobert, late teens, around the same time as NBA. Yeah, I mean, but Gobert was a guy that a lot of people said shouldn't be a starter. Yeah. So Dwight was maybe at that time where, yeah, he's a starter. Um, but outside, that's why I said DeMarcus Cousins, I don't really know what he was. Oh, that's true, too. That's a good one. If he was considered a, a center or a forward, because he was playing really well, mm-hmm. um, especially before he got injured. So I I read this stat muse um, tweet and soon after. I think it's everyone was posting MB stats and highlights saying, oh, this guy's not going to start. It was a 34 and 10 this season, 53.4 per- field goal percentage, first in points per game, plus rebounds per game, first in 50 10 games, uh, highest score season by a center since 1975. Pretty wow. solid. So Fluff. I mean, it's. I, I mean, I have. I, I look at it differently, man. We we've had since I even did television. We've always had these conversations. People call them debates. I just call them conversations about the All Star Game. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've always took the stance of being an All Star. Winning should matter, and like to me, and, and all of these awards and everything you do, winning matters when mm-hmm. you do. MVP winning matters. Mm-hmm. All defense winning matters. Like all that stuff winning matters. But when you get to All Star, they say winning should matter. Um, it turns into a popularity contest. That's why. Yeah. So I'm just saying. So if if, if the winning doesn't matter, that we shouldn't be surprised when guys don't start. I think it's funny how defense seems to go because my my biggest argument with. Whenever it becomes an MVP conversation with Jokic and um, Embiid, Embiid is all offensive stats. Yeah, Embiid is the top defensive player on a team that's currently top five, ten in defense. So, I mean, how do you not? Because defense, you can't defense. You can't just attribute to one guy. You can attribute to one guy if it's to Kimbe Mutombo or Gobert. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like they block shots. Like a stat that people can look at and be like, hey, look. Look where he's at compared to this guy. Or look where he's at compared to the league. If, if Joel isn't really like that, he's not really blocking a lot of shots like that. And he's not really a high rebound guy. Like high, high rebound guy. So sometimes rebound is, rebounds are like looked at as defense almost when you have a high amount of rebounds. Like Dwight yeah. Howard, mm-hmm. um, block shots, rebounds. Ben Ben um, Ben Wallace, block shots, rebounds. Yep. Dikembe, block shots and rebound. So they kind of still go together. Look at Joel as a great center, but a offensive center. Mm. And Joker's a great center, offensive center that's better offensively. So yeah. defense doesn't really come in. Even though we can look at it and feel it and know it, but it's no stat. It's no stat that they can follow because you gotta. We gotta realize, Tasia, most of these people that are doing these votes aren't watching the Sixers like you are. Yeah. So they gotta go and they gotta look and let me find this paper and. They're see. all about these. They're all about stat analytics, though. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they're not gonna look into analytics defensively. 
Yeah. Uh, they look at they look at analytics for Jokic's offense. Yes, they do for individuals offensively. They do, but individually, defense they look t- team and collectively. They're not going to. And you also got to understand that if they look for that, then they they they're not going to look for it if they already feel that that's their guy. So why would they look for reasons to not confirm that Joker is their guy? Yeah. There was a stat last year. I forgot exactly what it like, was. Like, they came out with an MVP vote, and he's, like, number one. Like, I'm like, huh? <laughs> no, I understand what I'm saying, but it's like – and I love Joker. Like, he get great numbers, but he, it doesn't feel like – it just – I don't know. It just – I don't know if it, it don't – you get great numbers, but it don't feel like Shaq. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Joel feels he's not dominant. He feels, he feels closer to Shaq to me. Not saying that they are Shaq, but I'm just saying he feels like he gives me that man. They can't do anything with this guy. Uh-huh. But everybody that I talk to that's in the lead is coaching. They all say Joker is like that, but I don't feel it and see it when I watch him play. I just you don't see feel, you don't feel a very dominant. skilled, talented player, but I don't. It doesn't really necessarily feel like he dominates guys. Makes guys yeah. want to just quit and makes team double them like, it, and maybe because he spends so much time on the perimeter and on the ball, it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's very effective, but it's just different for me. Yeah, he gives me more like the if Russell Westbrook was a center vibes, and he gives me Shaq vibes. You know, like amazing. Well, Russell, Russell's gonna be dominant. That's what I'm saying because I already play and I already goes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's more like a finesse player you know what I'm saying like he's very skilled but he's he's almost like a four than a yeah. center like he, you know the way he plays even though he gets down on that post and he would put people in the basket mm-hmm. yeah I mean he's a great player I'm yeah. not, <laughs> I don't want to have all the jokes that's just on, kind on of the vibe I get from him that's just the vibe that I get it's just like his numbers but I still don't feel like he and that's hard because you know it's hard to get those numbers. Like people could talk about it, but you ain't just walking on the court getting them. Now. It's funny too. Uh, Josh Reynolds, a uh, big sixer guy on, on Twitter, he um he posted. He goes, "Show me when Jokic does this," and he, and he showed the play from last night where Embiid sky out of nowhere and and blocked that dunk from like almost mm-hmm. behind, but he got in there. It was it was insane. And then someone posted their Jokic version of that, which was Jokic lumbering, falling backwards, and like. Like tipping, barely tipping the ball and hitting the guy's arm in the process, and it was like CJ McCollum's like flip up, and and then he just laughed. My he said laughing my ass off underneath that like guy's pose. It's like that's that's your version of that. It's like man, that's like a watered down like high school basketball play compared to what you know what Emmy did. That's, that that's not that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's not who he is. Like that's not what. He no, is. of course not. Yeah, but people do try to argue that. Like. Look at this defensive stat that yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, like if you if you if you really into it, you, you're, you're you're if you're a Joker guy, you feel that he's the best and he should be MVP. Um, you should probably not be arguing defense. Mm-hmm. They do though, man. Yeah, you, you just stick to what Look he does. Advanced stat: When guys dribble 17 times in the third quarter, Joker is a better defender on him. It's like what? Like what? Shut up. <laughs> Watch the game. You don't need any. Don't look at stats. You don't need to. When you watch when you watch Embiid switch on a guard and don't let and he doesn't let him shoot 
because the guy can't shake loose. I mean, at the end of the day, you go by in the in the playoffs, and and you, you go look at teams when 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 they play in, when the playoffs come and and they start playing, or games that are really big, important towards the end of the year, and see how if teams avoid or involve those players defensively. Mm-hmm. Got to tell you, yeah, yeah. Got to tell you how he's, he's viewed. Well, wasn't if that they're that- trying to get away? If they're trying to go away from involving that guy, there's a reason why. It's just like offensively, you want a guy that was, you know, that like when I played, or you know, other Bible guys. They want them to take the shots because mm-hmm. they feel like that's their best chance to get a mess. It's a strategy. So it's the same on the other end. If you're putting, that's what I'm saying. Is wait, pay attention to see how how he's being involved defensively. When they play teams and when the games really, really matter and they're playing the same team where you know what they do over and over again like you do in the playoffs. That'll tell you a lot of how teams view view guys defensively. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to say, Marcus? No, I was going to say that the, the play that a lot of people, uh, a lot of Sixer fans post when the, the Embiid and Jokic arguments happen online is the um, game six in the playoffs two years ago where the Nuggets subbed out. It was, it was a pivotal defensive possession, and they subbed out Jokic during that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that tells you all you need to know that about a guy. You, yeah, that tells you enough. Yep. Yep. And and you know it killed them to do that. <laughs> that was like, we have to do, we have to try this. We have to do it. Um, there's no much, there's no switching in the world. Doc, not, I mean, you can't take out Joel um, winning time like that. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just interesting, too, because you, it's funny that Harden came to the Sixers because Harden and Embiid are, I don't feel like they get their due and, and there's a lot of double standards out there that people dog because you look at Harden stats, right? And someone, uh, I think it was Bill Simmons on a show recently went on and on about how Halliburton deserved to be, you know, the all-star or starter, all this stuff, because he said, he talked about him averaging 20 and 10 this season and he's the only player to do that. And it's like, well, you totally forgot James. Um, and every time Doncic has this crazy 40 point, 15 assists, 10 rebound game, and everyone's saying he's a, you know, he's a one of a kind. Harden does that all the time. I mean, like, it's all of these things that people have done has been done. I mean, yeah, he does, he does it nightly. It's so, so, so when they do all these stats, just think they do all these stats and they say it hadn't been done since. That means it's been done. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we talking about the guy that, so, so you say, like, almost all these stats that come out, the common name is Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. But y'all dismiss Wilt Chamberlain as the greatest to ever play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they say his stats, oh, he wouldn't do that nowadays. Like, how do we know? All we know is it's been done. Yeah. So don't, don't give me – that's what I'm saying. You can't give me stats talking about what a guy's doing, but then dismiss the guy that you say he – it hadn't been done since that guy. He actually has better stats than Halliburton, which is yeah. Crazy. But it's not like all these guys are—they're bringing up all these guys are doing all these stats. I'm just saying, a lot of these things that happen is one common name more than any other name. It's Will Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I feel like Will Chamberlain at this point is like a barometer of like perfection. It's like, <laughs> it's but like, then you know what you know what a lot of people say about God did this forty years ago. The, the, but that's you it. Know, no you, know, you know the biggest knock on Will what? shooting. He didn't win. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's what I'm saying. So the goalposts be moving so much on all this, all these stats. Because now you go, you fast forward to the LeBron and people with, that debate the LeBron and MJ. They say winning shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Or Jordan only won because of Pippen, which I'd never heard that argument <laughs> in my life until you know younger people start saying it. <laughs> um, they, only, they only did that as a counter because people said LeBron only won because of Wade. That's why. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like people that you know, I played against those guys when I was younger, and people that I know played their whole career against those guys, like that conversation, like never came up. Like I never heard anyone say that anyone ever say that until I was like, like a few years ago. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, they, we didn't talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of stuff that they talk about right now. Yeah. He played, he played with another 20 top 25 player. Cool. So did Stockton alone. They didn't win rings. So we can do that. We could do that a lot. <laughs> you know, yeah, Scotty was great, but you know, you can't you know, say MJ successful because of Scotty. Like, just like you can't say Scotty's success was because of MJ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was success because of who they were. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Halliburton, I mean, it was interesting. Some friends of mine, you know, we got a little group text and they were my my, my older son who's really into all of this stuff. We'll have him on one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he sent his list of who should make the All Star. He's really pushing, you know, he's like a guy that's like, Always want to pull for the guy that should make it, or almost, you know, that might yeah, not. Kind of overlooking. He's, yeah, he's pulling for that guy. So he's like, you know, do I think um, Jalen Brunson will make it? And I said, you got a case. I said, I think if they finish in the top six, I think he may get in. But there we go again, the winning. <laughs> so yeah, who was also in there with us, like sent his list of players from the guard position who he thought would be considered. Um, to get in <clears throat> and and they asked me what I thought about the list I was like well you know a lot of people think Halliburton should get in too he said oh yeah I forgot to mention him so <clears throat> we don't I know I love Halliburton Halliburton's great he's having a great year but don't make it sound like he's a one of a kind no, but what I said was when he said Jalen I was like would you take Jalen over James Harden and he was like Oh, <laughs> I just said, would you do that? And he was like, oh, I, I didn't even really think about that. Like, he's thinking that James is like a lock. I'm like, James mm. is not a lock. No, no, he's not. Averaging 22, 7, and 11, and he's not that's, a lock. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, so that's what I'm saying. Like, his numbers is – but the guy yeah, averaging 20 and 10 is a unicorn. But the yes, guy averaging 22, he's, he's, 11, he's and 7 had, is not. He's had so much success that he's compared against himself. Yes. Whereas, yes. you know, Halliburton's compared against himself, too. But yes. his self is, is, is showing improvement where James is yep. a, a decrease from what he's shown. One's he's doing it for the great. first time. One's doing it for, like, the 18th time. Yes. So it's like, bad. we've seen this before. I says James and his stats. He, he always has those. Who cares? Yes. So so that happens a lot. I mean, that happens. I mean, that happened to LeBron James. So many it, times happens, it happens in every sport. It happens yeah. in football, too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it's unfortunate. James is gonna be a tough one. Yeah. 
Like, I, think, I think he gets in. Um, I, I just, you know. I think his biggest knock is games played, actually. Because he doesn't qualify for a lot of those. You have burden is out now, too. So, I mean, he's he is, Technically, he qualifies. Like, if you go to their, their names on ESPN, um, by each of Halliburton's stats, it says where he ranks. It doesn't even say that for Harden because I don't think he qualifies for anything because of games played, which is maybe why ben, uh, Bill Simmons said those things. No one else is doing this, but it's like, okay, what? Th- four more games when he plays, he'll be qualified. He will have done that. He'll be qualified by the time they vote. Uh, Probably, yeah. I, yeah. You know, unless he hasn't played anymore, but he, I mean, What's the percentage of games you need to qualify? I don't, I don't, I'm not certain. I don't I'm not, know if it's sure right. but um, I think if it, I, I think that if it was a chance that he would make it, it would be a conversation. Like you would hear about it, but I don't really know. I'm not certain. <clears throat> but Joel's missed, has Joel missed more games than James? That's interesting. Um, let me see. I so, feel like he has. Harden's played 26 games. Joel has played. He qualifies, so I think he's played more. Oh, wow. 26, 30. He's played four more games than him. Damn. So, so if he qualified, then we know he, all he needs is four more games. Yep. He'll hit <laughs> the threshold soon. <laughs> yep. I couldn't find what the minimum what what, what the I'm sure it's a percentage of games played, but I couldn't find it yet. So I don't think it's as high as you you think. I think it's like, it's he's got to be close. If Joel qualifies and he's third and he's played thir- four more games with him, then he's he's on the cusp. You know. Yeah, I think yeah. it's even more than half. You're more than half. I think you you can play. Yeah. I mean, in past All Star games, people didn't that that didn't even matter. I remember when Shaq was getting voted to the All Star game when he was in Boston and Phoenix, Shaq, and that wasn't. I mean, it was dude, Penny Hardaway was getting voted in when he hadn't played in like two years. All right, yeah, well, you, get, come on you get voted in, you got voted in, you got voted in. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, it didn't matter. When I came in the league, it it was the fans voted for the stars. Mm. That was it. It was no conversation, just fans. Yeah, and they eventually changed that. To, uh, I don't even know the voting process now. Yeah, we actually had a conversation um, in our group message about who was going, you know, which three guys were going to get in from the East. Because at the time, Joel was leading. Mm-hmm. And we all felt that um, Joel would probably be the odd man out. Wow. Too bad, man. That's too bad. That he ha- he has what two a couple more days until the, the, the voting's done. When, when's the voting over? I'm not sure, but all, all I know is is um those three votes matter. That's why the forwards will always get more votes than the guards. Yeah, because it's three votes. Yeah. Ends the 21st, so get your votes in, everybody. Oh, I, I, why are people already chalking up as a loss as, as if he's not going to get into the, the that, that three? Maybe because where it's trending. Wow. Yeah. Starter, I mean, yeah, I don't like I said, I I picked that he wouldn't get in. I picked that Giannis and Katie and Tatum would once I found out Tatum was a, a, a forward, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought they would they would pass him. When's All Star weekend? Because February it's it's usually like Valentine's Day weekend. Eighteenth, nineteenth. Yeah. Durant might still be out. 
So, yeah, that don't. I mean, so he could start because of that, right? Yeah, but he may not be voted in as a starter. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think Katie's going to play. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I think Joel will, will will get in because of that, but <clears throat> I don't. I don't. You know, I don't think if as is. I mm. think he's not get more votes than KD. Yeah, um, I don't think so either. It's too bad. So maybe, we'll it's maybe, 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 maybe um, you know, they, they still let people vote more than once. I think there's like a limit to three times a day or something like now, that. Or two, two that's times. new. Yeah, you can only back in the day you can only vote once. Mm. Your email, you had to create an email or all kinds of. There was a lot of them were write-ins too. You had to wow. like write in to send it. It was very <laughs> different. <man. laughs> That's funny. Maybe in a silver lining, maybe if he doesn't start, maybe second half of the season, he'll come out like, you know, guns a blazing, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? a lot of guys willing, um, able to start, man. It's just, you know, you can only choose five and or ten, you know. It would be hilarious. It'd be hilarious if he ended up winning MVP, but he wasn't a all-star starter. I, I think he'll take that. <laughs> well, yeah, he'll take it and run. <laughs> um. Uh, so for our next topic, we had um, after our episode last uh, on Tuesday, um, we had a bunch of um, fans ask us about certain trade targets. Um, and I think a big thing was uh, a lot of people were talking about our perimeter defense. So I think that might be something that people are looking at as far as as we go into the trade deadline season. Um, think of some targets. Um, these are guys whose names have been thrown around. Some of these guys we, we've been talking about maybe going last year, we talked about some of these uh, these targets. Uh, yeah. but. I wanted to ask you, these are the five names that came up um, that I wanted to ask you guys about um, as far as what you think we need and what you think realistically could we go for these guys. So um, the names were at the bottom of the screen. You can see P.J. Washington, Jared Vanderbilt, Terrence Ross, Jay Crowder, and Garrison Matthews. Of these names, which is one guy that stands out to you based on what you're seeing we need right now uh, on this team? There were two more I saw added recently, Kenyon Martin Jr. and Jalen McDaniels, but <laughs> – I think one of these guys might be ahead of them anyway. But I'm just throwing it out there. Um, only Jay. If you really? pick one. Okay. Because, I mean, how many times are you going to play for teams that went to the finals? We're trying to win the championship, right? Yeah. Right? That's the plan, right? Okay. Yeah. I, lo- I like the rest of those guys, but they're younger. Some of them are younger, especially PJ and Jared. I mean, they're my sons played with those, played with those guys. So, I – they they young. They trying to get contracts and mm-hmm. trying to get deals to come and have them fit into a role. They, they don't really like. I like PJ, but PJ can actually help us. I I think he can help us a lot. Um, yeah, but that's pulling from Tobias. Like you can't play them both together. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't think you can. Where I think Jay is a proven guy. That if you want to go small, you want to play bigger. You can make an overshot and be tough. Um. And, and I'm looking at this not as a long-term thing or a potential deal after this. I'm saying plug and play right now. Yeah. Jay Crowder. Yeah. I looked at our main weaknesses um, lately. Uh, rebounding. We're 23rd defensive re- rebounding overall, 27th offensive rebounding, and 28th total rebounding. Um Perimeter defense, um, and our bench is hurting again. Uh, I I like Vanderbilt. 
Um, I think he's 14th in offensive rebounding, 21st overall in total rebounds per 36. Um, I just don't. I think it's just going to be hard with with, with Tobias, um, and even PJ at four playing sometimes. I I, I, just, I don't see him getting enough playing time. And yeah, well, he, that's not going to fly with him because, he, like you said, he he's going to be going for his first decent sized contract. And if he comes here, he's going to be playing less than he's playing in Utah. So that's not going to go very well. Um, PJ, I see the same type of thing. I think PJ can help too because. PJ can rebound too, and he can he can score. He's been scoring a lot for them lately too. Um, he'd be a great addition for certain lines at three, mostly backup four, and go, and scoring from our bench. Um, but yeah, if we're going for plug and play, I would say Jay Crowder as well. But it's ironic you said these guys are going for contracts. Isn't that kind of what Jay Crowder's playing? Uh, Starting in money isn't that what is not what he's kind of holding out right now in, in, to a degree. Yeah, because he didn't give him an extension. But um, yeah. but Jay has a market, and he oh yeah he's already established that. So mm-hmm. um, Terrence Ross was probably be my second guy because he's a guy that can play a three and he can get hot. <clears throat> um, so you can have those games where you can stretch the court and spread the court. Um, and he's a guy that's, you know, I, I think he's capable of defending and rebounding and being active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's probably at that stage of his career where, like, hey, I got a chance to win. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I would probably say he's second. Because I just think with P.J. and Jared, I think that they, <clears throat> especially P.J., if P.J.'s coming and he's going to be a starter, um, yeah, I mean, but you won't have him coming – be a backup to Joel and backup for like I, I just don't know how we would use it. Another reason I want what I'm looking for too. I'm sorry, I forgot this earlier. Uh, guys that can guard Tatum or Brown, <laughs> just a guy that we can put on them and, and be Ray Crowder you know. and Terrence Ross. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I Jared Vanderbilt can guard him too. Crowder, so, uh, uh, Jared is probably the better defender out of the, the five. PJ can guard them. I think he he is all right against them. I also think um, uh, PJ. I wouldn't. I'll put PJ on Brown. I wouldn't put him on Tatum. Yeah. I think that'd be a better matchup for him. I think Kenyon Martin Jr. either. If you're going really cheap, you're going for just a bench piece. That's another guy you could stick on him too. And he does do some dirt, dirty. Yeah, I, I mean, to, to a certain extent, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, I'm looking at this list is like, um, if we get Jared Vanderbilt, like you, you, in some ways you have a similar guy and your guy. <laughs> Which my guy? Oh, you're, you're, you know, you're you're, you're a guy. you know who your guy is. You, you know. know, you know. Did you just wanted to make one three a game. <laughs> you're comparing Vanderbilt to one three a game. Are you talking? About, are you talking about PJ Tucker? No, what? Oh. Tease, dude. I, I had the same rule for brother. No, Tease was thirty six percent. Tucker was one three a game, I think. <laughs> no, I'm talking about preseason, man. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt's a little, a little taller than them, right? Vanderbilt's more like a four version of that. Vanderbilt's really like a three. Is he? I mean, he, he, I, my son played against yeah. him and played with PJ when they were younger, so I, I've seen him. He was like a three. Yeah, he's more of a three. Six A. He's pretty big. All right, yeah, all right. The he's way he like plays, he's playing three more than you know. 
I mean, yeah, I think I think Vanderbilt would solidify our rebounding. I think we get him. We're if we're bottom and rebounding. There's a problem at that point. I think that's if you if you if, you, if they see them at rebounding as a major, major, major issue, target Vanderbilt. That, that, that that's what you should do. If that's if that's the main thing here. Um, it sucks we can't. You know, someone proposed. Um, one of our uh, listeners, Liam Carson. He he's a, he's a big fan. He posted Paul Reed, Thibel, and a 23 second for Vanderbilt. Would you do that? All three guys from Vanderbilt? I wouldn't. Paul Reed, Thibel, and a 20, 23 second. No. Vanderbilt. Um, they would have to add something else in there. Yeah, I think so. If you're trying to open up a salary, like a, a, a roster spot, I understand it. If you're able to, all of a sudden, Jay Crowder becomes available. Free agency wise, like I think you do that to get a, another roster spot, but just to make the move, um, <clears throat> that might be that might be giving up a little too much, mm-hmm. um, unless you have something that's coming with it or going into that spot. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're giving up two guys that could potentially one injury away from being in your rotation. Who I don't I don't think Vanderbilt's light years ahead of those guys. So it's like no, I know. I just I mean he may be a better fit, and I I do see that. I see see why you would do it as far as him being a better fit. I just think from a, a standpoint of roster spots and depth, you may need to address something else with that. Yeah, and PJ PJ's contracts really reasonable too. He makes five million. So that that's a that's a plus in, in what we'd have to give up to get him as far as money goes. Um but three way deal get uh Eric Gordon from Houston in that in that deal. Yeah right. <laughs> we, still on, we still on Eric Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh he still pops up in dreams now and again in the background. Now the, there's there's a big contingency of the the new Sixers fans, the Harden stands, um, that they they'll, they'll post like pictures of uh, Eric Gordon, like uh, he's coming, like and they'll, they'll put a picture of Eric Gordon wearing a Sixers jersey. He's like, now we have to shed a lot more salary than that to do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So last topic, we mentioned that big weekend um, on the road, going to Utah, um, and then going to L.A. So the, the fun LA trips coming up here. Um, so Saturday night we got Utah, and I'm looking at the the betting lines right here. We are a four point favorite with 71 percent of the money on us as of right now. That could change, but that's as of right now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Yeah, we'll win. Yeah, we'll win it. Ooh, All right, you're pretty, pretty confident. Yeah. yeah, why so confident on that, Eric? Because because the, the domination yesterday, you think that's just guys going to come out? Yeah, we got to come. We can't lose after that. After that showing, we got to go out there and win. I just you know I think that Joel has to go in and, and, and establish himself right away. Um, got to go and dominate. He has some teams that you know playing ahead <clears throat> that are missing guys. <clears throat> that he got to, you know, he got to go dominate, especially this the start of this this trip. Oh, I know why they have a back to back. Utah does. Yeah. Uh, they play tonight and tomorrow. Both at home, I'm assuming tonight and tomorrow at home. Yeah, they play the Magic tonight and then us tomorrow. Yeah. So they're smart. They'll rest some guys against the Magic and have them against us. <laughs> we'll see. Um. I back to back us being pissed off. I like us in that matchup. Um, four points. I'll take the four points. 
I want to yeah. see what their 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 home record is. They are home. Okay, thirteen. They're thirteen and seven on on a home. They just had a big win against uh, Cleveland the other night too. Yeah, yeah. They're hovering around five hundred. Yeah, yeah, they're having a pretty good season. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people, comparatively, what people were expecting out of them. Yeah, a lot of people wrote them off. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, they're right. they're gonna start losing games if if they fall out of the playoffs. Oh yeah. boy, uh, yeah, they started. They started off hot too. They had a rough. They've had a rough couple weeks though. They lost. They lost one, two, three, four, five in a row, and they lost. Yeah, the plan is coming. Two. The plan is coming into fruition. Seven mm. out of eight. <laughs> coming into this game, well, yeah. I don't know what to do against the Magic, but they lost the last seven out of nine games. Mm. Going into Magic tonight, so there's that's, that's about right where, where everybody thought the plan would be. Yeah. A lot of those were, I will say, not to defend them. A lot of them were road games, so, so three, four, five, six, five of those losses were road games. Mm. Still, yeah. I mean, giving giving them four points at home on Saturday night. I mean, a lot of public. I'm surprised that that was the money line. So 71 percent of people have just t- picked us money line. That was oh, the okay, okay. So. A little early I, I, anyway. Yeah, but I, I can see a lot of people giving them the four points at home. People just taking that, just taking a U team at home with four points. But yeah, yeah, based on what you guys said, I see us winning that game as well. Um, so Sunday night, we go to LA for a little Lakers game. Uh, way too early for the spread to come out on that one. I don't have the spread for you guys on that one. I got to imagine Lakers have been playing pretty well recently, so they might be the favorite in that game. Um, but who do you guys have in the game on Sunday night? It, I think Joel has to have a one of those 30, 15 games, and we'll win it. If he doesn't, it'll be tough. I'm trying to look at – I'm trying to pull up the Lakers right now because I – Lakers, they'll play well in, in like, top teams. They, they play well. They'll play well. Mm. Um, yeah, they're down – they lost two straight. They have a couple days of rest. They lost the Mavericks and Nuggets. Um the Mavericks, that was double overtime. So yeah, and then before that, they won five straight. Yeah. So in general, they're playing pretty well lately. Um, I'd say I'll, I'll say we'll win that game. We'll get up for. I think we win two straight. I think the OKC game. I hope. I hope the OKC game puts a a little little of a bit of an effect on, on us, an impact on us, because that that was bad. I'd like I, to see. I, I think Joel got to have a big game. Um, yeah, he's this weekend he got to play. Um, hopefully they don't get to LA too early, so Harden can't have nighttime festivities. They don't get there Friday night. <laughs> no, because they play you Utah games at Saturday nine p.m. Saturday night. Saturday night. I mean, what, you know, how much new topic? How how much they're, time does Harden need? But they're in LA for a few days, though. Right? Do they play the Clippers after yeah. that? Tuesday night, we got Clippers. So it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's the Clipper game. We're probably worried about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm more about the trip after LA. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can get it in, and you can get you can get your work in, um, and hang out, and still be ready to play them LA games. But when you leave LA, you might leave some um, back in LA. You also, might, you, might, you also might take something out of LA too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's um. Ooh, I wish we had some trips like that. I played. Man. LA for four nights, three nights. That's nice. It's pretty nice. 
They get Sunday. They get to watch the playoff games there. They got to watch the Monday night game. No, you Saturday is you count Saturday night. Uh, oh, they're, they're, they're definitely counting Saturday. Oh, night. Yeah, you count Saturday night. Yeah, that's true. Saturday night, Sunday night. Because Saturday night, most likely, you don't have to get up for a shoot around on Sunday. Woo, man, that's nice. Saturday okay. night, Sunday night, Monday night. Well, Saturday night, what, what time are they going to get into L.A.? Because our game's 9 Eastern Standard Time. So what, what time is it in Utah? Is it three hours behind in Utah? No, two hours behind. Two hours, so. L.A.'s three hours behind. So you're okay. gaining an hour. Yeah, they'll, little, get uh, that, they'll get that enough time to do what you got to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's a close enough trip for them to get there real fast. Yeah, man. Yeah. It might just be turning, you know, Sunday when you get there. But, you know, you you know that, that um, L.A. will – East energy. <laughs> and then we don't play till Thursday after that. And that's in Portland. So oh, oh they may even stay Tuesday night too. <laughs> we might get blown Portland. out in Portland. Portland's man. gonna run our ass down, man. <laughs> Portland's gonna run us. You know they're man, that's so, a nice trip. You know Lillard Lillard and those guys already know. They're and like see, Doc coached in LA, so he, you know, unlike some coaches, he may be inclined to stay. Yeah. Because That's you, know, true you don't too. know if he has a home there, like you don't know. But he mm. may be like, I'm going to Portland until Wednesday. Yeah, mm. we can we can book that right now. We can make that prediction for uh, the Portland game right now. I think <laughs> they stay until Wednesday. Yeah, you can talk up Portland. And then we got <laughs> Sacramento on Saturday. Man, yeah, we may we may lose. That's game between Portland and Sacramento. You might even get a Vegas. That, that, that put even more importance on this on these next two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might even get a. You might get a quick stop in Vegas in between all that stuff. <laughs> they're, gonna come, they're gonna come visit you, Eric. <laughs> yeah, we we had longer trips when I played, but we didn't have like where you stayed at one place that long. Mm-hmm. We just had longer trips. Like almost all the trips were um, like six, yeah. seven games. Mm-hmm. If you were going all the way on the coast, but you just didn't have. They were like every other day or back to back, then you were out. Yeah, man. We didn't have it in one place for four or five days. Like, man. These guys earn it, man. You know, long season. They get, they get, they get to enjoy a few a few nights in, in L.A. <laughs> How long is this road trip, by the way? Yeah, you check that schedule as soon as it come out in August. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you chalk up which um, trip you're looking forward to. <laughs> All right. Okay, fellas. so our road trip ends in Sacramento. Okay, then we go back to play that uh, Brooklyn the Brooklyn uh, game. Okay. That's right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we get these uh, two doves because it sounds like next week might be uh, we might be in for a little bit a uh, little bit of a treat for us, and not in a good way uh, for the guys. Little, little tough, yes. Little tough. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We hope you guys have a good weekend, and we'll see you guys on Tuesday. All right. Take it easy. All right, fellas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.